Yo, 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 it's your boy Coach Bud. We on another episode of Shot Clock Podcast. And I got three very, very, very special guests tonight. I got Tiffany Applewhite, Amber Manuel, and Tiffany Titano tonight. How y'all doing, ladies? Good. How you doing? First, first group of ladies on Shot Clock, so I want to say thank y'all for embracing us, and let's go. Thank you for having us. All right, let's get started. All right, so let's start off, um, obviously, being uh, women, you know, playing basketball. How did you get your start playing basketball? You know, what, what inspired you and made you want to play basketball? Um, well, for me, it was more so my friends were trying out. Tiffany, try out with me. All right. So what age is this right now? I was in eighth grade. All right, so your introduction to basketball was eighth grade. Yeah, I was. In, I did ballet and chili and like all that early on, and then my friends was like, "Try out basketball." I tried out in eighth grade. I made the team. Like a couple of them didn't, and then it was on from there. That's okay. what I felt so you, so you was a natural. Okay, Amber. What What about yourself? Um, same. I was in eighth grade, and um. More so, EJ played sports all the time, and I would just kind of hang out at the gym, and I was like, Dad, I want to play basketball. He's like, you want to play? I was like, yeah. So um, he signed me up. I played rec ball. Um, I got cut from the first team. They put me on the ladybugs. So I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but from there, I loved playing it, and so I just continued to work on it. I would say my pops definitely influenced me to play because I was always taller than everybody. He was just like, we have the ball in your hand. So sixth grade, I just started playing. I wasn't doing anything but rebounding, but I was out there. So it just grew for me. Okay, so obviously moving into your sport, playing basketball, your height. But I know for you know growing up, I knew some taller girls. How was that growing up, you know what I'm saying, being tall? <laughs> you have to learn to embrace it. Yeah, yeah. you're always in the back, and it's, it's a lot. But you have to really learn to embrace it. And I'm glad to see now that a lot of young ladies are able to embrace it and be confident yeah. in being 6'2 yeah. or 6'5. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Definitely. Uh, all right, that's what's up. Okay, so you said, you know, around middle school we start to play. And then, um, so let's go to high school. Let's let's start for you because um, I believe you would be the oldest. I mean, we're gonna say the age, you know. I know you're 21. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So let's let's start for you in high school. What's your introduction to high school basketball, and is it something that you really want to do? Because, like you said, you started in eighth grade. So, is this right. is this something now? It's getting serious. Yes, yeah, so I started in eighth grade. I was raw. I knew nothing. I knew nothing. So at, at well, let me say in middle school we had to split the gym with the boys. So when we had to do our layups. And that, that ball was bouncing off the backboard. You yeah. could hear the boys laughing. And that was like the worst thing for me. Like, I don't want to be embarrassed. So that summer, Coach Parker from Pelham, the JV coach, he saw me somewhere. He talked to my dad and was like, you know, let's get on AAU, bring over here. And then um, I worked out that summer, played JV at Kellum. And then I got moved up to varsity, like towards the end of the JV season, and it just started getting. I mean, that's as I kept getting better and better, it just started getting good for me. Okay, what about yourself, babe? Um, same. You guys about eighth grade, right? Yeah, going yeah, so we're going into high school. Yeah. It's getting serious, man. Like <laughs> right. It's, okay, so yeah, um, eighth grade. Like I worked on my game. I was in the driveway. We had a hoop in the driveway, and like Tiff, I started getting good. Um. 
I had a really good eighth grade school year in middle school going into high school. My coach put me on JV, um, but by the end of that year, I had moved up to um, varsity as well. So in eighth grade for me, I came from, um, I'm a private school, Christ the King. So I lived in Bayside, but I didn't know anybody out there or whatever. And it was either I'm going to Bayside, I'm going to Oscar Smith, because my dad went to Oscar Smith, or I'm going to Lake Teller playing the Coach Sorton. And my dad was like, we're just going to go to Bayside. We're going to see how how it goes, if you like to open gym or whatever. And then I get in Bayside, Spady was like, you are the golden ticket. <laughs> he was like, you play a summer league at Wilson. And I played summer league with them going into my ninth grade. And then I was just on varsity ever since. Okay. All right. So... Things are picking up. Let's um, obviously all of you guys played in the uh, the Beach District, mm -hmm. and at this time, since then and now, Princess Anne has dominated <laughs> the district. So, what was it like? Like, was it was it a realistic thing of like saying, "All right, we we think we can compete and beat them"? Absolutely. Or was it one of those things of like, "All right, we all playing for like second or like so"? What what was that mentality? You know, knowing that you had that powerhouse. It's always. We got to get them. Like, get that's guaranteed. The number one challenge. <laughs> right. I mean, that's that's what everybody, that, that had to be the goal because that was the team to beat. But when I started, I mean, it was still like First Colonial was, yeah, was yeah, a tough yeah. team. Yes. And Kellum, when mm -hmm. I played with Kellum, we were tough. We had, I mean, it, that starting five was tough there too. So, I mean, we beat, I remember that one year we beat PA by like one point when I was at Cullen and I played that varsity game. And that was like a championship <laughs> game. Gotcha. Like everybody gotcha. came yeah. on the floor and it was yeah. just a regular season game. Mm -hmm. But, it was but like that was the team to beat. I mean, because they're coached well. They always had some <clears> solid <throat> players. And it was, I mean, shoot, now it's just like I played against some solid players. Just seeing where they went, you know, mm -hmm. and played college ball. So... What what do you think it is about that program that why they were able to be as good as they are and sustain it? Uh, coaching, just their discipline. Um, they go after it, you know. And um, Dozier, he doesn't let them <laughs> mess up a lot. Yeah, yeah, like it's pressure, pressure, pressure constantly, and that's how they play as well. Mm -hmm. But we did. We beat them my junior year. And it was like our championship. You know, okay. I did at least get on one year. <laughs> I wish I could say that. Okay, so so we got two of two of the win, and we got one that's over. So so what was it like though? Like, is that the game where it's like, yo, I'm trying to go get thirty because I know it's gonna be college scouts here. It's gonna be, you know, a lot of people are gonna be focused on and locked in on this game. Yeah, I don't know if it was so much recruiting. It was more so we just wanted to beat them. You got know? You. Like For the city. Pride. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wanted, I wanted us. I'm sorry. You I wanted us to win so bad for Spady because it was like Spady could never beat. He was Dozier. a good coach too. Yes, he was. Yes. excellent. He was. I love Spady. Yes, but he could never beat Dozier. So every time we played her, I was just like, God, please, like just <laughs> one time. And I remember one year we had it was Chevy, Talisa Smallwood. Amber Hurley, me, and I think Tony Harrison as a four. And like, we were solid. But that year, Chibi also tore her ACL, and Talisa's father passed away. Yeah, so it was like, yeah. that was supposed to be our year. And I, I tell people all the time on this thing with like sports, everything got to align. Like, it could, it could, you got a perfect team, but like yeah. you said, somebody get hurt, somebody ineligible. Like, it's, it's always right. something, you know, so, you know, when it comes to sports. Everybody got to be on the same page. <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk about a little bit of like 
the coaching styles and how it was planning your, your, your different programs? Because obviously these are three different programs that we're talking about. Tiffany, you came at a time, at last time, where it was a, a make start, brand new school. So it's definitely going to be rebuilding. So what were your expectations coming from Callum in a winning program, knowing that I'm coming here and we're going to be here? It was, it was really a tough decision because I had really just started on varsity and, you know, like I said, it was a winning program, but then it was also, you know, the social aspect of it. Like all my friends from middle school, I'm about to, you know, they're all going to be at Lansdowne and just to really be a part of history, right? Be a part of the first basketball program. So that was kind of where I was. Um, so um, it was a rough start. You know, it was a rough start. Um, you want to talk about the coaches? Style? Obviously, like, we right had, now, right, okay. Obviously, obviously, we had we had my man, Coach Griffin, right? So, what was it? What was it like playing for him? And it, like, what was something that you can honestly say you learned and you could take from him from you know, from being there? Um, coach Griffin, to me personally, I thought he was a great life, like a life coach. You know what I mean? He taught you a lot of life lessons. Um, I don't think we really spent too much time yeah, I'm, really learning the fundamentals of basketball because I guess in his mind it was, you know, more disciplinary stuff we needed to deal with. Um, but he was he was raw. Like, he cared nothing about how you felt, about what he said. Yeah, because I know he, he, let, he let a couple F-bombs fly. Oh, yeah, he would cuss us out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's it's no secret right you know what i mean it's, but i i really liked him um i had no problem with him. i mean he was he was too tough for, for others and i guess that's where oh. <clears throat> <Yes>. <laughs> okay so yeah coach griffin so then obviously he gets fired right so then who was your next coach um, Coach Parziali and Coach King was our assistant, and um, Coach King was, he was pretty dope. He was real, really about the fundamentals, um, and I think he took over the program for the next couple of years after that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, all right, Amber. Kensville, what was it like playing at Kensville? What was the, the coaching style like? What was your guys' philosophy of, you know, just playing basketball in your program? Um, the philosophy was fundamentals. Like uh, we had Coach Greg Dunn, we called him Mr. Dunn, so that kind of explains the relationship he had with his players. But um, he was a really, really nice guy, but very serious co coach. You know, wasn't um, as exciting and stuff on the sidelines, but he expected a lot of us. Um, a lot of fundamentals. Uh, we had to tuck our shirts in during practice. Like <laughs> he did not play. And um, my junior year, he was actually my English teacher. And oh, wow. So <laughs> that was interesting. But, um, but yeah, it was a very, um, just a very disciplined practice and game. You know, he expected a lot of us. So, um, and that winning legacy was already kind of there. So, me stepping into it, I had um, a lot of expectations of me. Okay. What was it like playing for Coach Spady and, you know, being at base high? Um, Spady basically had to whip us all into shape and just discipline us because we were a different group. Like, I can remember him taking a chair and sitting in the middle of the court 
and just cussing us out the whole time and we just running. We're not picking up no ball. It's just <laughs> running the whole time. And I'm sitting here like, did I sign up for track or basketball? I'm not understanding what's going on here. So after he, you know, got us together, discipline-wise, then that was it. It was just fundamentals, then shake, bat, just, you know, the regular basics of basketball. So Benedict didn't play. All right, so... We've had a few guests up here, and it's been all uh, football players, and we just had a basketball. What was it like? We talked about some stories with like fights on the field, and you know stuff like that. What What is it like in a woman's locker room? You know, as far as conversation or emotions or some things that may happen. You know, that people that don't know that's not on that team. Um, for us, we were all really focused. Um, everybody on our team, really from my freshman year to my senior year, we were all just really focused. So we would come in the locker room, ain't no playing around, anything like that. Um, get ready for practice, get your mind right. Um, so it wasn't really a lot of emotions. It's a lot of communication, you know. Um, but everybody's just kind of getting on the same page. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, at Kellum... It was definitely that. Um, it was strong leadership from like our seniors. Um, so they set good examples there, being disciplined. Like Coach Jones, and she didn't play any games too. She was real solid with her discipline. So I think that helped me coming over to Landstown because a lot of the girls on that team, they weren't really experienced. They didn't really play before. They didn't even take it serious. Like, you know, I, I wanted to go and play college ball. So I felt like I had to kind of take on that aspect and leadership too. So. I mean, it's difficult because at the end of the day, we're still female. So yeah. everybody has their moments, and then, I don't know. Stuff does happen, I guess. <laughs> Any boyfriend drama? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I don't think I... Girl, you used to talk to my... <laughs> you know that? Uh, we didn't really have you. none of that on the team. I, I mean, I remember... <laughs> I mean, honestly... I guess to put it out there, like homosexuality was really kind of just coming out there. Yeah. It wasn't out there. It really, you know, people were kind of trying to keep it under the wraps. They didn't really want people to know. But, you know, girls were dating girls amongst the team. And, you know, mm -hmm. when they and they feelings, it affected the whole team. Now we got to go out here and play in the game. But, you know, you don't want nobody to know that y'all are in a relationship. So you still want to have that that trust within your players. So gotcha. the coach don't know what's going on. He just like, what's going on with the team, you know? Yeah. But I was going to touch on that too. I remember we were meeting at the school before we got on the bus and it had just come out that one of my teammates was gay. Mm -hmm. So then all of my other teammates are like, uh-uh, she probably was trying to touch me in practice <laughs> yeah. and all of this stuff. She don't want you. Hello? She was trying to pull you. But I'm just sitting here like, yo, we have a game and Spady about to lay all of us out and we don't yeah. come correct. So it was just, it took a while because like she said, it was just when it was, you know, yeah. people were starting to come out. And that was some uncomfortable times as far as, you know, trying to, at that time, you know, I'm a captain, so it was just like, we got to figure a way to coexist and all be comfortable because at the end of the day, we all here to hoop. Yeah. So that was definitely one of the most challenging times in the locker room and just period in high school with being with females. All right, so looking, looking back now, do you think comparing, you know, obviously you've all played at the college level, so you've been around men's programs, women's programs. Do you think it's harder to juggle a locker room of a women's team or a men's team, like from a coaching perspective? I would say it's harder to juggle a men's team 
Just because men have egos, you know, yeah. like that's what you're dealing with in a locker room. <laughs> a men's locker room is ego. Whereas I feel like women, you know, we coming together for a common goal. Yeah. There may be some egos or whatever, but it's like, okay, sis, I still want to see you shine, you know, <laughs> yeah. and we coming together. Um, but yeah, men, their egos, so I think that's hard to control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially as <laughs> yeah. So imagine football is 60. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, so who are the, you can go down the line. Give me the toughest five players you played against. And it can be at a college level as well if if you want to say college level. <laughs> Amber, we used to go at it. Yeah, we did. Definitely. We used to battle. We used to battle. Definitely. Hampton University. Um, Utah. Everybody there was my height, my size from the point guard to the center, and I did not know what the hell I'm I was gonna do. It's like I'm boxing this big girl out on this form of my size coming. Um, who else? That's what has three. That's all I got for you right now. We got okay. Work. What about you, man? I'll say both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Two totally different types of games, but both of them we would. Okay, so let's let's better. start there. Mm-hmm. What's the difference in the games? All right, so if you're getting ready to prepare for Tiffany. Okay. Tiffany, Bayside Tiffany. Right, you got to say Bayside okay. Tiffany. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're getting ready to prepare for Bayside, what, what, what are you thinking is coming at you? Uh, a lot of physical play, you know. Uh, she on the boards, you know, boxing out. But it's a lot of physicalness. You know, okay. we both in there, we throwing bows, Definitely. we going at it, you know. We probably had our best games against each other. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. But yeah, with more so Tiff, with Lance, I was like, okay, she can step out and shoot. Yeah. You know, she can drive to the bathroom, I'm going to have to move my feet, I'm going to have to keep up. You know, so that had me going to have to get my... <laughs> Get my so, win right for that. So you know, so which which would you prefer? Because I know, like a lot of times, what going to my sport, I played linebacker. I preferred playing a running back that was gonna be six one, six two, two thirty, and he just gonna get downhill. Because I know it's just gonna be physical, and he all right, boom. Versus playing a little guy, five seven, a buck eighty, he with he wiggling, he shifty, like you got to get out there in space, like. So I prefer the 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 more physical runner, like. Yeah. So which do would you prefer to do, um, defend? I want all the contact. All the <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about I think being opposed, like you yeah. really can get that versatile, like you said. Like number one, you know it's gonna be physical, mm-hmm. and that's what you gotta prepare for. Yeah, I think for me, definitely Kentsville because Timberly played with him too. Timberly oh, yeah. like <laughs> she's slim and she's like really oh, lanky, so mm-hmm. I know she was blocking shots, but. She gonna give me a run for my money because I had to be physical with her too. Um, what's it, Khadija Wilson? What's her name? Oh, yeah. From Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brittany Harmon yeah. from PA. Mm-hmm. She was always gonna block a shot. Like she always blocking shots and she could shoot the three too. Running the floor. She gotta keep up with her. Running the floor. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, you said five. I mean, if five or three, or, you know, if you players or the team, it could be players, teams. Um, in college, when I played Elizabeth City, Shaw was Shaw University was a a tough team for us, at least for me. I felt because they were physical and they were like. Who was one in the CI when you played? Was it? Um, Shaw. Shaw. <laughs> Shaw won. Um, we won one year by that for that year that that we won, but yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else. 
I'm gonna throw Lake Teller in mine because they had Jazz, yeah. Tanisha, they had a solid. Wasn't it Caramika? And Love. Carmica. Yeah, the tall one, right? You play yeah. from Jeans, that mm-hmm. thing? Yeah, Caramica. I can throw them in there too. Caramika? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she yeah. did. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Katara McMore. Oh, I forgot about KT. Yep. Yeah, she won't know Joe. I played against her um, when she was at She Elon. was the assistant last time. Yep. Oh, okay. really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. When I first started. All right, so as a. As a uh, Player playing in the post. What what are you looking for in your point guard? Like, Somebody's gonna give me the ball. Feed, feed me. Give me the ball. Feed me, please. So 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 would you like playing with now, you know, all these point guards, they wanna score now. Like so it's a the game is different. Like yeah. you you play you all played still in a time where it was still playing the game inside out. Yeah. Versus now is spread the court out. And you Bring might have a big up. that's but your big is really like a small four. Mm-hmm. Right. So what what was that like now? Like how 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 could you see yourself playing in today's game now? Like if you had to play your game? Yeah, I probably would have to change my game to kind of adjust to the game now. because um, they don't you don't really see that post play, you know, like mm-hmm. you used to see with us. So, yeah. so so your game like like they said, you you stepped away more, so it would be definitely more of playing yeah. your type of style of play with stepping away from the basket and being mm-hmm. able to put on the floor. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day it's all about Seeing your post players—that right. was the one thing guards didn't do. You know what I mean? You had to kind of really get on them for them to be like, "All right, let me get the ball so she can get out my ear." Right. You know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna put y'all on the spot. Mm, don't do that. Favorite teammate? Mm. Your favorite teammate? Mm. Timbo, for me. Timberly Jones, sorry. Um, yeah, she's just been my favorite. And she kind of, we became friends. We still friends. Why? Why is she your favorite teammate? Um, I loved her personality and her spirit in the locker room. You know, she was very um, you know, I get kind of emotional. I would get you know, me, but you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you need to get ready. Right, Where somebody could say, it, and I'd be like, well, I meant it like she said it. You know? Gotcha. <laughs> um, but she just brought everybody together. She was a great player. She's the main reason, one of the main reasons I went to High Point. And, um, yeah, so I'm going to give her a shout-out. <laughs> I know I'll be wrong if I ain't say it's a kid. That's a kid. That's my best friend, right? That's my dog. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, she what? Yeah, um, but nah. This kid will fight. Yeah. We're used to, I don't know where she's, you know, now. Yeah. Yeah, she, she's in North Carolina, and she'll probably get my house tomorrow. Like, what? <laughs> no, but... Um, no, I would say her, not just because she's my best friend, but she, overall, she's a good person, right? She can, she can, you put a room with anybody, she can talk to anybody, but same thing, like, when you get emotional, when you get caught up, because I'll snap on my teammates quick, mm-hmm. and she'll be the one to be like, you can't do that, you know, like, calm down. So, her, and then just even pushing me to, like, play on at the college level, too, because, you know, I was on the fence about that, I didn't know what I really wanted to do. Um, Cause even you know coming to Lansdowne, we weren't really winning no games. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm playing AAU, and AAU then is not AAU now. So it was like either you at this tournament with all these coaches, and you get looked at. If you're not there, it's just like you gotta do what yeah. you gotta do. You know, like shoot. I mean, my dad recorded all our games, and he sent my film to Elizabeth City because I was that I looked like that was the school I wanted to go to. He sent the film. I went on a visit. They. Gave me the scholarship just like that. So, 
I would have to say my, I love all my teammates, y'all watch this, I love all y'all, but my favorite teammate would have to be Talisa Smallwood when I was at Bayside because I can remember like if I would be having, like, I would just like be in the slump and I'm just frustrated. I got my daddy in this dance cussing me out, Spady cussing me out, and Ty is just like, to, you know, like, come on, we got it. And it, she was just always motivating everybody and I knew that every time she hit the court, it was go time, like she went a hundred miles an hour every time it was no slowing down so I could appreciate that because that made me want to go harder even if my shots aren't falling or Amber getting a rebound over me or whatever so definitely Talisa Smallwood. Can I add another person? Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say Chantel because oh, she um, she played at Bayside with Tiff but she went with Elizabeth City so that was like my person there like I know that she was gonna have my back on or off the court one way or the other. I mean, like you said, you love all your teammates, but when you get to college, it's kind of, you know, it's hard because everybody's coming from different areas. Mm -hmm. right. They fighting for this position. They fighting to keep their scholarship. Um, but she always kept it, you know, 100 on and off. Okay. All right, so let's move on to college, all right? Mm -hmm. So obviously when you were in high school, all right, so obviously we move on to college. Um, what is what is it, what is that experience like? You know, obviously you two on the end, both Tiffany's went to you know HBCUs and you went to High Point of PWI. So, what is your college experience like? What is that like? The best time of my life. Yeah, <laughs> the best time of my life. Uh, my sisters, I met my sisters, still friends with them to this day, and it was like Bayside was a good time, but college is like, I don't have to report to class on time. Nobody's keeping track of what I'm doing. And I don't like, nobody's waking me up for school. I what? It was seriously, but the basketball aspect of it was real. In the beginning we had Coach Sweat and I remember that he would just make us, I love Coach Sweat, but let me be honest, he would make us just run a mile and then we'd play five on five. Then as Tiffany and I was talking earlier, Coach Owen took over and it was hell. Like it was literally hell. I remember she would tell us that we did not make the team. So for conditioning, we would have to wear black shorts and a white shirt and be on the track at 4.30 prepared to run. Mm. To the point that one of my teammates, she told us we were gonna have to run six miles and me and all the post players looking at her like, six miles, I'm sorry. <laughs> country I am a post player I'm not running six miles ma'am and she was dead ass serious and one of my teammates ended up passing out by Rosa like ants on her face and everything Damn. so we all thinking like oh we about to go to the hospital with her coach owns no ma'am keep running we'll see her at the hospital when y'all finish Damn. like it was college was literally the best time of my life but it also made me like I think it helped me for the real world because with her Spady gave me discipline but with coach Owens it was like you gonna do what the hell I say or you out of here. Prime example of us, her suspending us indefinitely. I know you remember that. When we were at Club 7. Yeah. With the football team, the basketball team, the baseball. Every team was in there. But apparently it was a problem that we were in there and we broke curfew. Although every other athletic team broke curfew. And she suspended Yeah, front of the newspaper. It's a little raggedy ass picture with a, a gym with five people. No, six people on the court. Because we got suspended indefinitely. Just for breaking curfew. And it's... It really, it, 
it was different, but it was the best time of my life. It was a learning experience. It definitely made me level up in reference to basketball because that's a different type of competition. Yeah. Like, high school was fun. It was cool. Like, me and Amber battling everybody else. But in college, it's like everybody, every school that you play in, those people are the best people from their area. So, you got to... Yeah, because obviously, like, like you said... You gonna be the the biggest or the tallest yeah. most games unless you know playing Amber or something yeah. like that. College point guard is yeah. <laughs> you might catch a point guard yeah. damn near. So, yeah, so it's different. What about you at high point? Um, yeah, same that competition level. It was just like the next step up, you know. And um, we had Liberty in our conference. We were in the Big South Conference. And um, I don't know if you remember, but my freshman year, Liberty had that girl, I don't remember her name, but she was like almost seven feet tall, Feenstra. Damn. She went to the WNBA. You remember Feenstra? No, man. Seven, seven foot. What was she that? was like six You had to guard her? Yeah. I had to guard her. <laughs> uh, yeah. Long I mean, night? You know, long night. <laughs> you know, I had fun. I bowed out. But it was fun for me. But, um, but yeah, after her and then the triplets. Came to Liberty. Oh, I, I don't know if you remember them, yeah, but all three of them got drafted to the WNBA. So, oh, so yeah, but it's just that next competition level. Like Tiff said, everybody is good at that position. You know, everybody's like the hometown hero, or, you mm-hmm. know, so it's like y'all coming together and, um, you know, see what you got. What was it like culturally there? Culturally, um, it was very laid back, a little too laid back for my liking, you know, um, my coach. He had a really laid back approach. We were good. So, you know, he it didn't take a lot of us. We were just really talented. It was just a matter of us all coming together. But at the same time, our practices would be like 45 minutes long and we're a division one program. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we go through our drills, we go through our plays, we go lift, and that's that. You know, so I, I don't think that we were really fully in shape come time for the season. Um, that's when the talent had to just kind of kick in. But he would go play golf, you know. <laughs> you know, but um, but we won. So, but yeah, culturally, it was a lot like Kemsville, kind of what I was used to. Um, another reason why I decided to go to High Point, you know, just kind of that comfortability. But um, yeah. What about you at Pleasant uh, City? I enjoyed it. I mean, <clears throat> college itself is fun. Like you said, you don't gotta worry about you know nobody really in your ear to make sure you're at class is really you know being self-disciplined um basketball wise like my freshman year i've had i had three coaches my college career so i really didn't have much of a stability it was kind of always up and down um somewhat a unique situation like so my freshman year i had coach bachelor he recruited me um but he was also really gung-ho he had a lot of seniors he was really gung-ho on his singers playing. So, you know, pretty much all the freshmen, no matter how hard we worked in practice, mm-hmm. it was still like, you know, you'll get in the game, but, and he'll tell you, like, I got to make sure my, my seniors got it. He's like, you know, one of those coaches, which, you know, whatever folks your vote. Um, and then he decided to go to um, University of Maryland Eastern Shores, and that's when Coach Owens, mm-hmm. she was, you know, she came to Elizabeth City. Before she went to Norfolk State. Why you, why you, hold on, why are you phone Coach Owens? Coach Owens tried to ruin my life. That's what she was talking about. Head. Yeah, okay, the same. Yeah, okay, so I mean, it's the same you. coach. I mean, so um, she got fired from Norfolk State? Yeah, definitely. And then, <laughs> was it after she. After? He had the worst record in NCAA, Devon. Like, I mean, it was piss poor. 
<laughs> well, all right, so we there. What, what, what is that like? What is where's the motivation? Where's the like? What is practice like? Like, is it one of those things where it's like you just going through the motions? Like, like I was, I was telling Tiff earlier, like Coach Owens was the best conditioning coach. She was it, when it comes to running, she's the best. She's the reason that I never got out of shape until I had my son, because it was just always run, 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 run. But as far as basketball, I can remember us being down by two points with maybe 15, 20 seconds left, and she's literally just walking down the sideline like this. It's no play. It's no nothing. It's just nothing. Like she. And I don't care, fuck it, I don't care if she hit it. She could not coach. Like, I don't care if she could not coach. She was a great conditioning coach. When it came to basketball, no ma'am. Gotcha. No ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she, she carried put, no so, I mean, she, so she was at Elizabeth City before she went to Northern State. So I had her my sophomore year, and um, she brought her players. She came from Cheney State up in Pennsylvania. She brought some of her players down. Great, great teammates. I love them to death. And, um, but, you know, she really made it, in my opinion, you know, a competition. You know what I'm saying? It really wasn't that team atmosphere. It was more so like, you know, that's who you got to go up against. You know, your spot. As as you should already in your mind. You shouldn't have to tell her that as a coach. You know what I'm saying? But whatever. Um, great conditioning coach. She was like Coach Gregory. She had we call Hell Suicides. Did y'all have to do them? Yes, definitely. Hell Suicides. It's a regular suicide, but at every line, we had to run around. At Elizabeth City, you go outside to the foyer, up the steps, up the stairwell, down around the balcony, girl, at the top, mm, back down the steps, around, and then the next line. Like that's the suicide at each line. <laughs> so you touch the free throw line, you come back, Damn. run around, come back. So they call them hell suicides. That's real. We had to do them like maybe five, depending on what the issue was. Depending on how she felt. <laughs> that too. I mean, but you know, like I pre I conditioning in the off season, even with Coach Bachelor, was pretty much the same. Like we'll get up at like four o'clock. We only had to run four miles, and then we'll go lift weights, and then some days we'll have open gym. That That's kind of been always consistent throughout my college career. And then, um, but with Coach Owens, I kind of lost love for the game. Like, uh, she really put me in that position um, on top of just everything else, right? Wanting to um, be with my friends that weren't playing basketball, you know, going to the parties, not really having to be in the you know in the dorm at 11 o'clock like you know what i mean i want to be out there i can hear everybody outside and music blasting i'm in my dorm like they tell you looking out the window you can't do nothing <laughs> like you know what i'm saying because they'll walk around the campus to see if you you know you're on cur curfew um but i still thought it was just a great experience because it prepared you for life itself um and then i quit like i quit <laughs> i quit my junior year mm -hmm. And, um, like, I, I ain't even going in the house, but I just quit. Um, I don't really regret it, you know, but I, I did, but I don't. You know what I'm saying? Now that I coach, I really don't because it really helps me when I'm coaching players. You know what I mean? Just to kind of get through their head and going through that experience. Because in my mind, I feel like I allowed her to do that. You know what I'm saying? Even though I lost the love, I still allowed her to to get to me in that point, you know what I mean? Okay. Instead of just really fighting through all the adversity. But you learn your lessons. Okay. And I ain't never, I ain't seen her since. Mm -hmm. Then I got Coach Carr. And I had to walk back on my senior year. Shout out to Coach Carr. Love Coach Carr and Coach Fowler. And that was the hardest thing, like having to be a walk-on, like having to go through that process. Because, yeah. you know, these are girls, even though I played with them before, I quit on them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's so like, now I got to yeah. come back. 
and, and earn their trust. Right, earn their yeah. trust, you know, apologize for quitting on them, kind of let them know that I can't, you know, I won't do that again type deal. And then I made the team, and then, you know, I enjoyed my senior year. Okay, so you talked about being at the, the bottom of the barrel. So, <laughs> for your experience, what was it like playing in the NCAA tournament? <clears throat> Well, we never made it to the NCAA tournament. Okay. We will always lose in the conference championship. Okay. Um, to Liberty. Yeah, um, almost Liberty. every year, and I think one year we lost to um, UNC Asheville. They had a really good team too. Um, so we would go to the NIT tournament, and. Um, what was that like? It was fun, you know. It was kind of like the almost NCAA tournament. <laughs> you know, the competition was still, and every year we would play um, UNC Charlotte, mm-hmm. and so. Um, but yeah, it was cool. It was a great experience. Great experience. Okay. All right. So how did how do y'all feel about? I know y'all seen the way that they treated the uh, the women's basketball <coughs> this year in the tournament with just some of the the different amenities and you know with the weight room and the food. What what do y'all how do y'all feel about that? I think it's foul because when you sit down and look at it, it's like they're giving women TV dinners and the men are having full out buffet. Yeah, I seen. Or in the weight room is they just got dumbbells to lift weights before the game and the man got a full like it looked like a gym full of equipment and it just makes you think about like how stuff is, how stuff was when I was in college of boys gear was always better than ours. We may have all been sponsored by Russell in the beginning, but their stuff was always top notch until we got Coach Owens, and Coach Owens was, that's one, I, I'm going to give you credit for this, Coach Owens, besides conditioning, she always makes sure we stay fly. Yes. But the boys, no matter where I'm at, their gear is always up to par. They're always eating whatever. And when I was at Norfolk State before Coach Owens, everywhere we went, Coach Sweat would find a Golden Corral or a Bob Evans. And the boys are sitting here eating, like, at five-star restaurants, whatever, like how we saw with the tournament this year. Like, it's crazy, but it's, it's always been like that. I'm just glad that people get to see it now. And you can take that to, like, the pay with the WNBA compared yeah. to the men. I remember when, before I continued to get hurt and have surgery after surgery, they'd be like, you know, you want to go to the WNBA, you want to do this? And I would automatically say, like, no, I'm going to go overseas. Ain't no bread in the yeah, WNBA. Yeah. yeah, I can make, <laughs> they get paid $35,000 in the WNBA, and then they got to pay their agent. And what are they left with after that? And overseas, you getting paid more than that. And I can come here and work in the YMCA in the summertime and be good. So it's just, it's, I'm just glad that it's coming to light now because it's always been like that. But even with that, you got to go overseas and leave your family. Yeah, it's that, yeah that's, the, the, that's the book. Totally yeah. different country just to still play the game you love and get a decent pay, yeah. you know, save your money to come back home, you yeah. know. All right, so talking about, you know, just a lot of the things, what are some skills that basketball has taught you, like, for life? Like that you use every day, or you take with it every day. Like you honestly say, I probably wouldn't have known this or learned this had I not played basketball. I think it's I think really discipline. Yeah. At the end of the day, like a lot of people are not disciplined. You know what I mean? They they can really talk, you know, but they can't really do. And I don't think all athletes just you know. I mean, like I said, all, some athletes don't. They do the same thing, but I think discipline is really what I've learned the most. Yeah, I think just basketball as a whole, and especially like playing in high school and playing in college. Um, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, just playing basketball, being part of the team, having those experiences, just that alone kind of separates you from a lot of people who have never had that experience um, or the opportunity. So that's something you just take with you forever. I would piggyback off of what Tiffany said and say discipline as well as communication because mm-hmm. effective communication is so important and you have to talk on the court. Mm-hmm. You got to talk in real life, whether it's at work, with your family, whatever. And that's something that I've definitely learned to carry with me on and off the court because sometimes you don't you, you don't feel like it's like, but nobody's going to know what's going on, whether it's what's at work base or home base, whatever. You got to talk, whether we talking about setting up this play, what we running or whatever. So just carrying that into real life along with discipline and having like those tough conversations with the communication like you know yeah. what i mean in high school like my mom and dad they weren't really having no conversations with no adults unless there was an issue other than that you need to go talk to your teacher you need to go talk to your coach if there's a problem you go figure it out so i think that helped me like going forward too because i don't mind talking about if there's a problem i definitely don't mind saying it and I think that helped too, because I, I used to be really shy. I think I still am a little bit, but like growing up, I was really shy. And I think basketball really helped with that too. All right, lastly, what's your favorite memory <clears throat> of basketball? <laughs> Good and bad? It, it, it just, what, what's your favorite <laughs> memory? Like, you know, some, something that you would never, ever forget about, you know, Something that, you know, while playing basketball. I would say when we play Hampton, as you know, it's always packed and it's yeah. it's just a different type of energy. Yeah, that vibe, it, the, the band playing. And, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, so that is, I will never forget that. So that's, that's my playing Hampton. I have a lot. It's hard to narrow it down. I mean, um, even going to AAU tournaments, like that mm-hmm. was stuff I'll never forget. High school. But I guess college just went in the um we did win the um the conference. So getting the rings and having the ring ceremony and all that, that was a great experience. I'll never forget. I don't know, I got a lot too. <clears throat> if we go college, I guess like we lost in the CIAA tournament one year and I think that I don't I like I'll never forget that. Like just being you know, remember how upset I was and just, you know, how much ambition you had going into that next season. And then AU, I remember hitting like a buzzer beater and your teammates like grabbing you. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember that too. It's a lot. It's a lot. I remember like Lansdowne, we, like our first year, we didn't win it. We won one scrimmage against Wilson. And TJ didn't play. She was hurt. She had tore her ACL. So we won that game by like one point. And I don't believe it. Um, Coach Roger, he was mad. <laughs> he was so mad. But it was like we almost had a chance to beat Green Run because Green Run was always at the bottom of the barrel. So it was just like, all right, that's one game. I know we going to win. And it was a tight, like it was a really good game. And I'll never forget, we were down by one point with like 19 seconds left. And <laughs> I'm like wide open at the basket. And this girl is just dribbling, dribbling. And I'm like, I mean, I'm jumping up and down, and she just stopped and just shot that bitch. I just like looked at that shit go bomb. And you know the boys used to line up in the hallway. Yeah. I remember walking up and saying, "Y'all fucking suck." Like I would never forget that. Coach Rob grabbed me. I'm like, "Man, what's wrong with you? Don't you ever say that shit?" He was in my shit. 
And I'll never forget that because, again, like, you know, they're all just learning moments. And I was yeah. just so, like, determined to beat Green Ryan. Like, we lost the Green Ryan. <laughs> but Candace, you know, Candace was there. She won't play no games. Nah, she she won't go have it. She was like, we not losing the last time. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about Candace Bryant. Yeah, she was good, too. So, for, for my two that's married right here, right? If you and your spouse play one on one, who's winning? I'm dogging that ass. <laughs> <laughs> even when I was pregnant, dogging your ass. Not, even, Not even close. What? He's a football player. What about you? Yeah, I'm winning that. Not even close. Mm, I mean, it might be a close game, but I'm winning. I think we have played. I think we. Yeah. I think he quit. <laughs> not quit, but like, you know, oh, my phone ring. Hold right. on. You know what I mean? We've been married for four years, together for six, and he's still scared of this work. And I just, like, there is so. Just give me a little drop stuff and I'll take you down there. He's scared. Damn. <laughs> Chris ain't played basketball. He ain't played basketball. Gotcha. He was in the band and, you know, streets, whatever. So, uh, I appreciate y'all coming in. This has been fun. It's a trip down memory lane, especially all of y'all playing against each other. Y'all didn't even know I was setting it all up like this. I got uh, JJ uh, Simmons and Mike Privet like that. They best friends. They play the late table. And they didn't even know that they was about to come do that. Oh, wow. Like that, so. okay. That's what's up. Yeah, this cool. was a pleasant surprise. It was. Appreciate it. Yeah. Shot clock. Oh, yeah, I got to get my shirt. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm as strong as the women next to me. Yes. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for having me. All right.